0: hello and welcome back to the stars made me do it today you have me Mimi, and we have sierra here and we hello. are talking about mercury in libra
1: oh yeah i like this mercury series and like at the moment mercury is retrograde so i just mm. feel like we all need this more than ever
0: <laughs> yeah Yeah. You know, I feel like this Mercury retrograde has been intense, but also because it's in Libra, it's in this really like airy sign of trying to find Mm -hmm. balance and like finding harmony. And when something is retrograde, trying to find external harmony, it just has, has a little bit more difficulty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because retrograde like is such an internal time and an internal energy. And at the same time, like Libra, just wants harmony, but that isn't just internal harmony, you know?
0: Yeah. I almost feel like, because, I mean, we know Libra is like not very confrontational, like any sort of confrontation that does come up is feeling really, I don't know, just like extra energetic, you know, or any sort of thing that you have to like satisfy or make feel better or make harmony with. It just has that little extra step because of the retrograde.
1: Yeah. And I also feel like through all the Facebook groups and everything, Instagram that I've been seeing, people are like, is this retrograde on acid or something? <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm feeling it so much. It's like
2: really, acid, really though, intense. I and then I've that. seen a,
1: Yeah. And then I've seen a couple people, uh, just a couple of people say something like, I'm not feeling anything that's retrograde. What's wrong with me? Like, or what's wrong with you guys or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> hold it back Sierra, because I really want to be like, do you have anything retrograde in your chart? send me your I want to look and see why you're not affected by all these things and it's like mind your business Sierra mind your business but
0: well it's always interesting like knowing like at the beginning of the year when Mercury is going retrograde it always goes in the same sign or same elements so like this year Mm -hmm. all the Mercury all three of the retrogrades are happening in air signs and then they're moving into earth signs so it's sort of like okay you didn't take as much um, like grounded action before. Why don't we think about the concept again? Why don't we rework what the ideas were that you had? And then we're going to move back and how they are actually valuable and like what your ideas and how your communications can be more valuable.
1: Oh, interesting. So like, are you saying that with the retrogrades this year, meaning um, like the retrogrades in Mercury or like the retrogrades? Yeah, Mercury retrogrades. Okay, okay. Ooh, yeah because what was it uh Gemini back to Taurus Gemini into earlier. Taurus
0: yeah and then later this year uh, we're gonna have Aquarius into Capricorn
1: so interesting
0: that's gonna be interesting okay. that'll be going over your moon and all that Capricorn and your north node
1: oh fantastic joining Pluto, <laughs> joining Pluto who's been hanging out you know on top of there yeah. in my Capricorn stellium and
0: yeah man that is gonna be rough like having not just for you but I mean like Mercury retrograde going over Pluto, like having that
1: mm-hmm.
0: really watching yeah. what you say in that time of year. Oh my gosh. I would love yeah. to talk transits forever.
1: <laughs>
0: we- <laughs> I just love transits. I love it. It's like, just, what are we going to feel later?
1: <laughs> yeah. We need to add some sort of extra element of that because I love when you talk about it and I don't, mm. I, I don't like know as much about it. So I love it.
0: I think when we do get Patreon going every, like every week, extra content that's exclusive for Patreon, I want to do like transits of the week and like, let's go into, Uh, you know, what we're going to feel for this week together.
1: Yes. Yes. So anyway, if you guys are
0: listening and you're here for it, maybe one day
1: (laughs) it'll happen. We got a lot going on. You know what? Retrograde's the perfect time though. Like, I know this is a a Mercury and Libra episode, but it's literally Mercury retrograde in Libra at this moment. So, hey, yeah. Um, and rec- retrograde's like a perfect moment for, you know, sitting on all of those ideas mm-hmm. that you've been having and making some plans, like maybe not taking action on them yet. But I also just thought of something interesting with this Mercury retrograde that's happening and in Libra and just talking about how the next time it's going to be going over all my Capricorn, I have felt- the that square energy just realizing it right now because mercury in libra is square my capricorn stellium and so you know that's something or like all that it's Do you have something in the air. early
0: degrees of capricorn
1: i have something yeah oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i think I, I don't know um i i have uranus neptune and then I have Saturn, moon, mm, north node. Yeah. Um, oh, and
0: that's something that like generations are going through. Like people born between 1990 and 90, like seven or something are really, ex- I just grabbed those numbers out of my butt. I don't know if those are legit, but <laughs> sorry, it's 730 in the morning <laughs> for me. So I'm just like butt <laughs> astrology this morning. Um, but anyway, the generation of people with Uranus, <laughs> Uranus and Capricorn and Neptune and Capricorn, I bet. Yeah. yeah we'll be feeling it in a really like, oh, very sudden and erratic ways, or maybe even really subconscious ways. Sorry, go on though. I didn't mean to interrupt.
1: No. And I do think, I believe it's a little bit before me. I think it's around 88, 89 through like, Hmm. cause you don't have that. Do you? Yeah, I do. You don't have, uh, you do. Okay. Then I'm thinking of, um, I don't know what it is. Okay. So let's say 88, 89 through, I don't know, 94, 95. Is this still by
0: astrology or
1: it's bud astrology, but I'm adding, yeah. I'm adding like a little bit of outside the little range, you know, and we're getting, gotcha.
0: yeah, i <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> guys still listening. <laughs> Do you still want to learn
1: about Mercury and Libra? My God. <laughs> oh my God. But, anyways, if you have other cardinal like placements going on during this Mercury retrograde and then going into man, I'm sure I'm going to be feeling it too with uh, when it retrogrades into Virgo because that will be directly square my Sun and my Venus and directly square mm. my Mars. So fun but also trine
0: your moon and trine your Saturn. So
1: yeah, yeah. Which is That's again cool. why we look at the whole chart. And if this sounds like another language to you, go back and oh, listen yeah. to the aspects episode. Okay. Yeah. If you're like, what the heck does trine and square and like octagon, you know, like go back and listen to. <laughs> go back and listen to. Okay. The, we uh... don't talk
0: about what an octagon is. <laughs> if you don't know what an octagon is, please look up basic geometry. It's fine if you don't, but maybe look it up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Anyways. So we're experiencing Mercury retrograde in this episode (laughs) because we're like, what are we even fucking talking about? No,
0: the tangents are real. So quick Libra overview. You want to, you want to do it, Miss Libra midheaven.
1: I am a Libra midheaven. So. Um, Yeah, Libra. Go back and listen to the Libra sun or Libra moon episode if you want more details on Libra in general. But just a reminder that it's an air sign. It's a cardinal sign. It's the first sign of fall. What's up? Um, Mm -hmm. And it's masculine so that like more external energy as opposed to the Receptive energy, yeah. and yeah, I don't know. Uh, just things that I think about Libra. It's it's ruled by Venus, you know. It's it's like this beauty, harmony, and Taurus is also ruled by Venus, but what, the way it shows up in Libra is a much more airy way. I think it shows up in a much more I don't know. Just even when I think color schemes, like a lighter, a lighter, yeah. uh, more airy. I feel like.
0: I feel like the difference between Taurus and Libra when it comes to Venus is like Taurus will find the beauty in whatever they're in. Whereas Libra makes beauty happen, you know, and that's where Taurus is receptive. It's like, I'll just like acknowledge what is around me and find the beauty. Whereas Libra is like this, I can make more beautiful and I'm going to do it. And that's what we mean by masculine. Like if you're new and you haven't listened to previous episodes, we talk about masculine and feminine, not being gendered, but being just like more external energy versus internal energy. And that's where I feel like Libra puts the effort outside of themselves to make something beautiful or to find harmony, which is why they're so well-known as the diplomat and the mediator.
1: I love and literally wrote down that you said that Libra makes beauty happen. And I just (laughs) feel like that's something where, again, with like how we dive into Virgo being mutable earth and how people don't see Virgo as mutable all the time. I feel Mm. like with Libra, we don't often see Libra as cardinal all totally. the time and Libra making beauty happen. I think we associate cardinal with leader and that's not wrong, but I think that making something happen doesn't have to be like as large of a scale as we might see with the other cardinal signs. Yeah. I don't know. I just see that as like making beauty happen. It's, it's maybe a little bit in the way of cancer with that cardinal energy gets like not seen as much of a leader either, because it's like very much family unit nurturing, uh taking taking charge in that way. Whereas we yeah. see boss energy Capricorn and like warrior energy Aries, you know. Yeah. And so with Libra, with this, I don't know, makes beauty happen. My midheaven's all lit up about it, and I'm I'm pleased. Yeah.
0: And I feel like the other placements in somebody who has heavy Libra placements will really affect how cardinal they are. You know, if they have like sun conjunct Mercury, which I know we talk about at the end, but like, if they have the sun conjunct their Mercury, they're going to have more drive when it comes to the communication and making things happen or like Mars, you know, those planets, which bring fire to that airy placement. Whereas if it were like, uh, you know, like in conjunct or like not at all touching any of those fiery planets, you might appear as a much more like shy Libra.
1: Yeah. And depending on where it is in your chart as well, because I remember just talking about like Libra and how, you know, Tara never felt like very cardinal with, uh, with her Libra and most of her Libra, I think all of her Libra is in the 12th house, Right. you know? So it's like got that very, uh, uh, foggy, dreamy, hidden energy around Libra, you know. Yeah. Whereas Dana and like, so people I'm referencing Tara, like OG host of the podcast, Dana, original um Libra guest who has um is a Libra Sun and her moon is in Aries, so she's gonna be pulling on that Aries when she needs it, you know. Yeah, whereas like Tara, the Libra Sun, Libra Moon, Libra Mars. Libra, mm. um, I don't remember. Yeah, Libra and Rising. it's all in the 12th house because that Mars, exactly. could,
0: Mars and Libra, we, I mean, that's for an, an, another season.
1: Yeah.
0: But also what's interesting about Libra is like, and we'll get to talking about Mercury at some point, but um, I like that Libra, even though it's a cardinal sign, they're such shapeshifters, which normally Mm -hmm. we give to like mutable, but Libra and sometimes to a fault, they're able to just like turn into whoever they want to be for the situation. And that's why they're often known as like the flirt one, like the flirty Zodiac sign, because they're so good at just like appeasing and making other people feel comfortable and safe. And like, there's, you know, that there's a sense of harmony
1: everywhere all the time. And I think that with mutable signs, it's like so adaptable, whereas like I literally do feel like I have 17 personalities because of all my mutableness. Mm. But with Libra, I think it's more that they they chameleon, whereas I'm like, I've got a bunch I'll be of this different, version of
0: myself right now. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. I've got a million different versions of myself, whereas Libra is the chameleon, but they're choosing mm. which color to be today. It's not yeah. all different. Like I know what this person
0: needs. So I'm going to be what that person needs. And that's something we didn't talk about too. Like Libra is opposite to Aries where Aries is all about the self and the ego and Libra is all about everybody else. So that's why they're often known as a mediator too, because they put themselves in the middle, or even if they don't put themselves, they are put in the middle of other people. And like, they almost translate. So it's like person A is speaking to person B, but through this Libra energy. And that's where the best like mediation happens.
1: And that's why I freaking, that's why I just, the mediation energy, it really... That was before I really dove into astrology to the level of this podcast and everything. I, I mean, I went back to grad school for mediation and was like, I don't know in what field I want to do this in, but I know that if person A is saying this and person B is saying this and they're not understanding each other, I know that I can be that person in the middle to make the people understand. And I I didn't even think about, I didn't even know about the Libra midheaven at that point, but I think that Libra Mercury, even more so because it's not just like a a position, it's an everyday thing, you know, like it's how you communicate and you have that, that ability. So
0: yeah, let's move into what Mercury, like a little overview of Mercury. So if you haven't listened to any of our our other Mercury episodes, you should, but also here we are so mercury's about <laughs> or represents how we think how we learn things how we teach um and also about reading and writing so it's all about that mental function so like how we talk or communicate and talk as in literally like sometimes it can talk or um affect our like speech impediments or just little like dialect things but also how we literally choose to communicate concepts yeah. and just process information it's just sort of how the brain is working internally
1: yeah. I like that processing information thing as well. Like it just, that's a totally different element of speaking and communicating. It is, it reminds us that Mercury is very information based.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Mercury is so neutral too. I always love thinking about Mercury in that way. Cause it's like, it doesn't have any sort of agenda. It just, receives the information. And that is the way that you receive it. And we had talked in our first, I think in Mercury and Leo, we kind of went a little bit further into Mercury, how it's how you perceive things. Cause we all have our own separate perceptions of reality and where mm-hmm. your Mercury is, is just like a picture that's painted and how you perceive what's going on around you.
1: Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. And then when it comes to Mercury and you know, applying that to Libra. Some of the words that just come up for that is social. I mean, it's Libra. It's the social Mm -hmm. butterflies too. Charming, diplomatic, like we said, um, smoothing things over in conversation. And can be indecisive like we said again because it is that i see both sides to things so Mm. can be indecisive if you have that mercury in libra and this i thought was really fascinating the having a pleasing or captivating voice and it goes with what you were saying about because it's dealing with communicating with speaking that Mm. mercury in libra has a very pleasing voice and it just makes me think of we always talk about taurus being like the singing place singing yeah yeah and And it's, it almost, I don't know, which is a little bit more, I don't want to say, well, obviously earthy, but something about Libra (laughs) Mercury versus Taurus Mercury makes me think of like Taurus is that singing and like the deep in your body, almost like voice that it's coming from. Whereas Libra Mercury to me is, you know, I want to listen to this person Uh, Yeah. Podcast. I want to listen to this person Mm. and give a speech or, you know, maybe like an actor or I don't know, like just having some sort of, uh, or even maybe a therapist, you know, having a very like soothing or or doing a meditation with someone with Mercury and Libra that, that's what I think.
0: And they always have, I mean, what I've noticed with Mercury and Libra people is they have like a soft spoken voice. Not that they are always soft spoken, although that's a tendency, but like they have such a sweet, like, I like to describe like flowery, you know, like really floral voice to them. If that makes any sense to anybody and like thinking about how you write too, like how people would write with a Mercury and Libra. I feel like that would be very Jane Austen vibes. Uh,
1: (laughs) Ah. Yes, oh my gosh, and that's just that is. I'm gonna just blanket that as Libra because I'm thinking about Tarragon mm-hmm. and, and her mom, my aunt. They are both Libra moons, and their handwriting is to die for, and it is Jane mm-hmm. Austen everything. And so, like, I need to embrace the mid like, I can do it, but not naturally because it's freaking Sagittarius right, over yeah. here. It's like, just get it, done. but uh. <laughs> But I also um, was just for like Mercury and Libra finding out about like seeking feedback as far as yeah. I think that there's like an element of, um, you know, we want everybody to be happy. So do you, do you agree with that? Do you like that? Does everybody? Yeah, are with that? I find,
0: yeah, I find that. Oh, sorry. I thought you were asking me if I, if I agree with that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's
0: great. <laughs> makes a lot of sense for sure.
1: Yeah. And then, like we said, flirty, because they have that ability to, you know, to be that chameleon, to be what that person, to see what the other person needs and then to be that
0: person. Yeah. Which for any Libras out there, like, don't, you know, don't always give up who you are to like, try and be what somebody else needs from you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also, I guess, (laughs) I guess we can put it a little bit on the other other side too. Like if somebody's just being really nice and accommodating, it doesn't have to mean that they're being <laughs> flirty. But you know, True. on with that, like, you know, what what you said as well, I think that a good thing for Libra placements to remember, I think we talked about this on a ramble recently, um, was you know, when Libra's always taking into account everybody else's opinion to balance the scales, they often leave themselves out of the equation. Yeah. And and so it's like a reminder, Libra's put yourself in the equation. You can have balanced scales with your opinion counting. And sure. the same kind of thing with like that, you know, flirty and like wanting to be, you know, pleasing to everybody else. Like you, you want you know, there is that element of justice there because it's Libra and, you know, you want the truth of who you are to come out as well. So that's that, you know, finding yeah. that evolved side.
0: Yes. I love what you said about, it doesn't mean that they're flirting if they're just being nice, like, cause I bet a lot of Libra placements out there, like don't realize that other people are taking it as flirting. Cause they're just trying to keep things nice and like, you know, just have, I keep saying harmony, but it's just such a great word for Libra. Um, yeah that's really interesting. Whereas for Aries, like, I feel like if you feel like an Aries is flirting with you, it's because they're flirting with you (laughs) and they might not mean (laughs) anything by it, but like, yes, they're flirting, but it is a purposeful.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) From an Aries, Aries, Mercury over here. This is your opposite. (laughs) And yeah, yeah.
0: something though, that, you know, what's so funny is, is I realized how many Mercury and Libra people I absolutely adore. Like when we were thinking mm-hmm. of people at interview, I was like, oh my gosh, I have like six Libra Mercurys that I just love.
1: Yes. So that makes sense though. It makes sense with your, like that you would gravitate towards that in a way because mm-hmm. you guys have that, you have that opposition with them. I'm trying yeah. to think if I have Mer- Mercury and Gemini will like, I believe that's Laura. If you're listening. I believe you mm. know. Uh, she's one of my besties, and oh, you've got to love
0: Gemini, about- Mercury's.
1: Oh yeah, I I <laughs> love I love Gemini energy. I mean, I really do, especially yeah, with all that mutable and just information mm. and facts. And I was telling me me earlier that um, my uh, Gemini Moon, third house, very full uh, husband was just gave like a little kind of BuzzFeed quiz to me this morning and oh I was gosh. here for it. I was I was so oh, you it's millennials
0: all, know <laughs> the BuzzFeed oh my God. life.
1: I'm I'm normally the one who I'm like okay so what kind of you know what kind of gemstone are you like answer these questions for me and he he plays long but he asked me he's really into biking and he asked me okay it's a quiz to find out what type of bike that you are mm-hmm. and I was like okay yeah whatever he's like it's one that has like four options and you have to pick one and I was like yes I'm here for this like which personality am I and so yes. there's that yeah <laughs> Gemini I don't know <laughs> but um mm-hmm. but then like bouncing back over to Libra I found, I found this interesting too like we see Libra especially libra mercury with that communication as being non-confrontational but I actually I was talking to one of my friends who is a libra moon about this recently and she's pretty confrontational she's a leo with a libra moon but there it's confrontation because she needs there to be harmony Whereas, you know, I grew up with, uh, my cousin BFF being a Libra, 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 Libra with the most anti-confrontational everything. And then I I do think that of course there's like a fiery element that can play up some of the Libra placements, but I think that that also needs to be taken into account that some like need for harmony shows up differently based on, you know, how we grew up, how we see the world, like based on everything else going on. And whereas yeah, I would say most Libra placements I would categorize as non-confrontational, but if there is such a need for harmony that like you need you need it, like that that kind of turns on the the cardinal element of like hey, we're getting this figured out now because yeah. I need everybody to be happy, you know? <laughs> like I need me to be happy. <laughs>
0: Yes. And you might also not recognize when a Libra has confronted you because they come at it from the point of view of like, Hey, I notice you're having this issue and I'm having this issue. How can we find a happy medium? It's not like, not like an Aries where you'd be like, Hey, you're doing this and it's bothering me, (laughs) you know, like a Libra confronts without it feeling aggressive.
1: Ooh. Yes. Yes. You're full of quotes today. I'm writing that one down too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: So if you or anyone you love has been confronted by a Libra, please reach out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a quote that I really enjoyed. I don't follow too many astrologers on Instagram, but one that I really enjoy is this, the Sagittarian mind. I think he's incredible. I'm pretty sure it's a, he, um, it, I'm pretty sure he identifies as a male. Um, But what I really enjoyed about what he said for Mercury and Libra is Mercury and Libra indicates an intellectual style that weighs information when faced with a concept or an idea. The most natural way for the mind to function is to examine both sides to find equilibrium. One's mental apparatus and vocabulary aims for objectivity. One is ultimately seeking to harmonize their perceptions. So it's not even about harmonizing. Everything outside of themselves, it's like, I just, like you said, I need to smooth this over in myself, like in my mind, Mm. it's taking up too much space and I need to create harmony within. And then, um, we didn't even touch on objectivity hundred percent because Libra often does take themselves out of the equation. I like to think of how they're, they're the scales, right. And, and they're not what's on the scales. They're the fulcrum. They're the center of the scales. So like they are part of the equation, but their opinion isn't. So it's not subjective. It's all about their own objectivity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really do like the uh, Sagittarian mind. I feel like uh, they've been coming out with, they've been really posting things recently and I've been just like, yes, yes. (laughs) Yes. It's hitting me. I really like him. Thank you for that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then as our, um, you know, kind of textbook segment, astrology a cosmic science by isabel m hickey a little bit old school uh, a little bit sassy it didn't include all the sassiness um in this section but just some information from that book about libra mercury is can be a positive mindset but inwardly indecisive mm. and i think that that makes sense like you know having this uh going back to that charming harmonizing you know yeah libra mercury absolutely but inwardly indecisive. It's how we think and process and perceive things. Like, I don't know what I like, if I like this or if I like that, you know, like really having to, um, balance it all for themselves too. It's your internal processor.
0: Yeah. I feel like the nature of mercury is like finding balance because it's the only planet that's not internal or external. It's both. It's how you process internally, but it's also how you communicate externally. So it is about finding the balance between your internal and external processes or processes.
1: and and then uh this is like direct quote tendency to fussiness because aesthetic sense is highly developed. And Mm -hmm. I just like there was a level of sassiness there, but I really appreciate it. A tendency to fussiness. Are you a Libra Mercury? Do you have a tendency to fussiness? (laughs) I (laughs)
0: sounds like something out of a Jane Austen novel.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, right. Pride and Prejudice, tendency to fussiness. Um, (laughs) I believe that Jane Austen was a Libra moon. I believe oh, she hell yeah I think she's a Virgo rising Libra moon I know she's a sedge I'm almost positive she's a Libra moon and um and yeah so that makes sense though like having having a need for balance and harmony and beauty like yeah you might be a little fussy mm-hmm. because you're like no, this isn't <laughs> this isn't like symmetrical like this isn't like it's not pleasing me I just oh my god my my Libra moon and the amount of energy she puts into making the perfect lighting happen in her house like the amount of tiny lamps and the amount of like just it's it's wild she has mastered it but the fussiness level that got to that you know Mm. like when you walk into her home you don't think how many hours it must have taken you to perfectly place these lamps but There was a lot of there was a lot Mm. of fussing over that that got to that level, you know, you just see the aesthetically pleasing home and but there was a level of fussiness to get it there.
0: That sounds like a nightmare. Oh, my God. Going home and having to turn on like 100 lamps. My (laughs) Aries just wants light, whatever. I mean, I want good lighting because I always say I look better in the dark. Um, Whenever we pick a restaurant, I'm like, yeah, as long as there's low lighting, I'm happy. Uh, (laughs) I don't want people to watch me shamelessly shamelessly, or shamefully. Shameless. It's shameless. Anyway, (laughs) such a fucking tangent, dude. I don't know. Mercury's getting me right now. Moving on. You have here. I'm interested to hear your thought because you also wrote strong perfectionism, but that you wanted to dissect it.
1: Yeah. So perfectionism, I think we often label as Virgo. I mean, mm. I don't think that, I know that we often label perfectionism as Virgo. Mm, and, yeah. and I also remember having a conversation with you, like, like last year when I found out that one of my friends was a Libra rising and I would have like bet money she was a Virgo rising. And we like, we going, we were really diving into that difference between yeah. Libra and Virgo. And I believe Martha and I went into that when we were talking about our latest um, analysis episode. Yeah. But between like, um, you know, Virgo wants like, you know, I think cares a little bit more about the perfectionism when it comes to self, whereas Libra, it's a little bit more environment and, and appearances Mm. like a Virgo needs to be perfectly put together in their own personal way and to show up as an individual that way. Whereas Libra is like, I want things to be beautiful, like for beauty's sake. And I want things to be harmony and I want anybody looking into my life to see that it is calm, you know, and, and that see there's that-
0: beauty, yeah, and that there's like I want there. others to perceive the beauty in a way that like a mass would agree. Whereas a Virgo doesn't need to be beautiful. Like Virgos can 100 percent be messy, but it's yeah. the order that makes sense to them. And yeah. I do remember having that conversation of Virgo versus Libra rising because I I think there are a lot of similarities between Virgo and Libra, even though they are in aversion to each other. But I find it interesting that it's like Virgo's the last sign of the first half of the Zodiac and Libra's yeah. the first sign of um, the second half. And I, I do think of perfectionism with Libra a hundred percent. Like even when you were talking about the tiny lamps, you're like, it has to be just perfect. And like they fuss around to yeah. make it perfect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, if something, you know, if there's like a dust, bunny or, you know, I mean, I know they wouldn't let it get that far, my goodness, but um <laughs> if there's a speck of dust somewhere and they're like, no, there's no way this has to be cleaned up. But I think you're right. Like going back to Virgo being internally more of a perfectionist, it makes sense because they are that feminine internal energy, whereas Libra is more external. They need to make the beauty around them more.
1: You know, that is so funny. Just thinking about like way back when recording with Tara We were not recording video and there was Mm. just like a box in her background and she's like i'm sorry i can't start yet hold on and like had to move the box because in the frame we could see the box and she's like Mm. i can't have that and it's like it was not really for my benefit but a little bit because she knew i would be looking at it but she also knew she was looking at it and she couldn't have that so you know what i think i think you're totally right and i'm glad that we talked this out because i think my my perception of perfectionism is I think it's I had it in like a more narrowed in category. And mm. just thinking of myself with my Libra midheaven and my Libra, uh, what is it, series that I have, where, mm-hmm. you know, just like, the redoing my bookshelves and making sure that it feels balanced enough. It doesn't have to be symmetrical, but feeling like each shelf has a balance to it and it's not right yet. And I need to like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not right yet. Definitely taking the time to make things beautiful. Whereas I think Virgo is taking the time to make things correct. Yeah. And then Libra is more taking the time to make things like pleasant, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. And I think about like more on the shadow side of Libra Libra can, it has a tendency to sweep things under the rug because it doesn't mm. have to be correct. It just has to look good. And yeah. I know a couple of Libras that will, you know, they'll sweep major like scandals under the rug because they have this social etiquette or this social oh, yeah. need to be seen as 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 perfect as good as um balanced and as someone that you can trust and if there's a scandal they're like oh i can't have people knowing about this you are whereas virgo so right. would be like i will make amends with everybody in the scandal and i will i feel like a virgo might even like address it more directly. Whereas a Libra is like, I don't want people to know this about me because I'm supposed to be the equilibrium here.
1: You are so right. I can think of multiple Libras where things like that have happened where it's like, oh, well, you know about this. And I'm like, no, I don't know about this. When Mm -hmm. did this happen? What the heck? How did I not know about this? Yeah. 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 (gasps) So interesting. Oh, and that's why I love talking about this.
0: Right. Yeah. You kind of dive in a little bit more. Um, I think of Libra sometimes also as needing control, even though we usually put that to like Virgo or Capricorn um, mm-hmm. because Libra needs to control the external It just needs to c- control the circumstances. And if yeah. they can't, it really stresses them out. Like if Tara was told, no, you cannot move that box.
3: Mm-hmm. It would be
0: difficult for her to move forward and have an open conversation about, you know, whatever you guys were talking about that day. Cause yeah. It's like, this is distracting me. And if you just sweep it under the rug, like the box didn't leave the room. She just moved it out of frame, you know? (laughs) Yes, she literally did. (laughs) She's like, now it's gone.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like she probably said exactly that, you know? It is that's such Libra energy. I love, yeah. Whereas, like a Virgo, I think we always have such like nitpicky. Um, you know, it's got to be so organized and everything's whatever. But it's more like I need things to be correct, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be the like aesthetics are not involved here doesn't have and to look appearances. Good, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Unless Ooh. I mean Virgo risings, I feel often care or not care. But I mean, they naturally just have this look about them is very put together but that's another Mm -hmm. episode libra rising oh so beautiful great skin i just i can't
1: every libra rising has great skin. i know for real
0: and if you think you don't check yourself
1: yeah yeah anyway like yeah Let's let's uh get a little bit focused at the end of this section of the episode, you know, back to Libra Mercury and let's real quick uh go over the three different options cuz remember, well, if you haven't listened to our other Mercury episodes, basically Mercury can only ever be in the same sign as the sun, the sign before or the sign after. Meaning for Libra Mercury, you either are a Libra sun with a Libra Mercury, you are a Virgo sun with a Libra Mercury, or you are a Scorpio sun with a Libra Mercury. And I am particularly fascinated with that last option. So I'm excited to get to it. Um, but a Libra sun with a Libra mercury, you kind of like, you know, we got air air cardinal cardinal. And you kind of talked about that earlier about if you had your son conjunct, um, your mercury in Libra, how that might show up.
0: Yeah. You might be more outwardly, like obviously here to keep the peace and to balance things out. Uh, and also you just, you thrive on finding middle ground and you thrive on making things feel peaceful and good for everybody else around you.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, I think that if we like talking about like a Virgo with Libra Mercury or even a Libra with Virgo Mercury, I think both ways it would work of if you would be a great party planner, Oh yeah. Because it's like, I have the social aspect. I know what people like. I know what people want to see. I know how to make things beautiful and I know the logistics and the fine detail behind it. Mm. I, but so yeah, a Virgo with Libra Mercury, it's just interesting because it's such a different way of processing information really. I mean, we just like really dove into those, those differences, but if you are a Virgo, you, you just kind of exist in this uh, very, I don't know, methodical, detail-oriented, routine way, and then communicating and processing information and talking with people. I mean, there's a level of charm and there's a level of uh, socializing that I think would come with that Libra Mercury that maybe Virgo wouldn't naturally. um, I think that Libra can, well, I know Libra can read the room and Virgo Mm. doesn't necessarily read the room in the same way. So I think that, yeah, it would they can be... be
0: distracted by their own, like internal, internal stuff. Or I feel like just a Virgo sun. Yeah. Truth. I feel like a Virgo sun with Libra Mercury could also lend itself to being like less way less social. It, it sort of mm-hmm. would rather retreat or have one-on-one conversations, um, because finding the balance for a Virgo is a little bit, it takes a toll. I feel like on Virgos, mm-hmm. um, Because often they can't, or well, they can, you know, it's so much to say about like generalized, but Virgos find it difficult to be objective, even though they might think they're being objective because what is fact Mm. to a Virgo, sometimes opinion can be fact with Virgo placements.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I think that if it was like we talked about in Mercury, Virgo, If it was like, you know, sun and Mercury and Virgo, you'd almost lose that, that element of, I don't know, other opinions and information because you'd be so focused in on the facts Mm. and like, maybe the feelings wouldn't be there as much. Mm. Whereas I think with this Libra, if you are a Libra Mercury, that is a Virgo sun there. I don't know. There could be that element of, oh, somebody else's, I don't know, thoughts and. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Like have some more empathy.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: no. I mean Libra. I feel like sometimes can be ultra empath- empathetic, right? They forget about themselves.
1: Yes, yes. So, and then Scorpio with Libra Mercury. I'm so fascinated by this. Like, <laughs> okay, so you're like a fixed water sun, and you're a cardinal air Mercury, and yeah. a Scorpio who's like the investigator, who is this like, I don't know, just like in like impenetrable force with this Libra of like chameleon connecting, Mm. um, you know, seeing, I, I don't, I see Scorpio as being so sure and I see Libra as being so, um, you know, I can be whatever I, I need you need me to be right now, and mm-hmm. and it's it just seems like Scorpio, like if you think of stereotypical memes of Scorpio versus Libra, it's like that one where it's like you know all like the the light and white dressed pastel person sitting next to like the super goth person, yeah. And, <laughs> and I just find this so interesting. If you are a Scorpio with a Libra Mercury like reach out and let us know what you like because I'm interested
0: well I also think like I think having a Libra Mercury for a Scorpio would be a really good placement if you tend to hide you know, if you're trying to hide yourself or if you're trying to hide from yourself, like this is a really good way for you to say, okay, what I'm feeling is too intense right now. I'm going to focus on everybody else and try and find some balance Mm -hmm. in an external way. Whereas Scorpio is much more about finding like internal stability and, um, like internal acceptance.
1: Yeah. And there's, there's something very, um, I don't know if there's like in neither one of these words being positive or negative, but I see Scorpio as very deep and I see Libra as very surface. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, both of those have like positives and negatives that go along with them. So it's an interesting balance between yeah. that, like depth of Scorpio where sometimes it's too deep. And then, you know, and then shallow of Libra where sometimes it's like two up in the clouds, but Mm -hmm. then that like kind of balance of, I can keep a conversation light, but I can talk about the deep shit Mm -hmm. that kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah. You're so right because Virgo and Libra, like they have some similarities in their energy. Like I feel like they're closer to each other on the spectrum, whereas like Scorpio and Libra just have so many differences about how they process things and how they perceive things and how they accept things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really curious about, I know a couple of Scorpios with Libra Mercuries and when they're going through the intense things or when they're feeling, um, a lot, they do sweep it under the rug. Cause they're like, I just need to pretend that what's inside my head is not a mess. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to make everything outside of me a beauty, you know, and yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to clear up the mess that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. there's
0: yeah there's so much more to be said about scorpio and libra together like i find them i find them so fascinating and whenever i meet a couple that's a scorpio and a libra i think it's actually really beautiful because they find the middle ground with each other and it's done by a third entity it's not the libra finding the middle ground it's like this third entity the unit of the relationship is finding a middle ground between yes like the depths of the ocean and the air of the sky
1: yeah and that's that
0: grounding like in the middle
1: I love that. You're so right. That's so interesting about like finding middle ground, that it's not the Libra being the one finding the middle ground because it is so often the Libra that's finding the middle ground and how nice to have a, an additional force working for you to find that middle ground.
0: Yeah. And Libra is often like suggesting how the two parties can compromise or negotiate to come together. But in this case, Libra is being asked to negotiate. And so is Scorpio. Mm. And they both in a way don't want to give up what they know. Libra doesn't want to give up that sense of control and neither does Scorpio. Scorpio loves control as well. And it doesn't, you know, that vulnerability of saying, okay, maybe what I'm doing here isn't absolutely perfect. Like, yes, I'll move towards you. I'll take a couple of steps towards you.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think I'll like, and Libra, 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 We, I, we didn't like go into it as much, but I think that that would just be, if you have like the confidence factor. I think that what a amazing, I don't know, like public speaking or just like, just the Mm. friend that is, that is, you know, can go to everybody can, can bring people together externally with that son, you know, Mm. and can chat with everybody and can see everybody's opinions and can be that, I don't know, um, that go between that, that chameleon, but in a group of friends and in a public space, I think that there's so much potential for, um, you know genuinely like putting out there the beauty that they see internally it's like being able to externalize all of it because you have both your sun and your mercury working together there
0: yeah i feel like libra sun and Mercury's like deserve flowers every now and then and they would love you know that idea of like yes. oh someone thought about me like i've been so busy making sure everyone else is okay someone yeah. thought of me and chose to give me something really beautiful i feel like yeah. that would go a long way with your libra libra friends
1: oh yeah Yeah. I could also see them being a great florist. Speaking of flowers.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this was really fun. This
1: is really fun. I Let us know what your
0: placements are with Libra Mercuries.
1: Yes. Definitely reach out. Let us know. I'm, I, I love the, I love all the possibilities of the labor Mercury, you know, all of that working with the different suns. And I really love diving into this stuff so that we like, you know, we were saying right before recording, like, oh yeah, we know, like we, we've got a pretty good idea of this, of this energy. And then you talk about it more and it's like, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Like getting into it even more. And, And I love it. And it's really cool. Again, it's a reminder that literally everybody has every sign in their chart. Cause I feel like we can, like, as we're talking about this, I'm pulling on the Libra energies as where they show up like in my mid-heaven, you know, and mm. and you've got Libra opposite your Aries, you know, and it's just uh it's cool to, you know, even if you're not a Libra or Libra Mercury or whatever, it's still really cool to get information on this and see how it how it interacts with all the stuff going on in your chart.
0: Yeah. I think about okay, like who's listening to what episodes? Cause I think a lot of people listen to just the episodes that are their placements, you know, like mm-hmm. most of the listeners could be like Mercury and Libras, but I also think about the people who just listen to every single episode because they just want to learn more and more and like consume as much knowledge about astrology as possible. It's just, it's such a good tool to be able to say, oh, I know that my Libra sun and Libra Mercury friend, they just need a little pick me up every now and then. They just need to know that they are special too, you know, that kind of thing. So shout out to all of you guys who are using astrology as a tool to be better, better people, better friends, better partners.
1: Yeah. And to understand yourself better, understand the people in your world. Better and just, I don't know, open to new ways of trying to understand things. That's why we love it. Oh. So, I so guess now if it's time you want to talk reach to- out,
0: oh, yeah, you're right. We're doing an interview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but love you guys.
1: Bye. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hello. We are here with our Mercury and Libra guest, Brie Baker. Hi. (laughs) And we've (laughs) also got Martha here and Mimi. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into your personal Mercury and Libra.
3: Great. I can't wait to get started. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I guess the first thing we'd like to ask is like, what are your thoughts and feelings on astrology and like your level of belief or disbelief?
3: I guess... I don't know. I've kind of always, I believe in astrology and it's one of those things where I know maybe like just slightly above the basics of like sun signs and what they mean. And then I guess over the last like three years-ish, I've started to look more into like, what does your moon mean? What does your rising mean? But I will tell you right now, I look at the astrology chart and my brain just like shuts down (laughs) it's so confusing (laughs) to me so like and trying to find which where's my Lilith and where's my Mm.
0: you
3: know Chiron and stuff is just like I'm like
0: um it's a lot of information yeah I feel like you have to like just connect to one thing at a time before diving into staring at the big chart
2: yeah, yeah. I think the majority like, of our listeners are at the same level that they're like, okay, I know like sun,
3: moon and rising, but that's, I'm just here for learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have it listed out for a lot of my things to like, help me out. Yeah. When they're like, what house is this? in?" I'm like, one,
2: two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love um, that. yeah. Wait, before I ask you the next question, do you mind sharing your top 3 for listeners who are curious?
3: Oh yeah, um I'm a Libra sun, Virgo moon, Pisces rising.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. I love
3: that. So we've got combo. a Libra sun, Libra Mercury. Mhm. I love the Libra
0: Pisces blend.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say I they just seem like so like fire and gasoline to me. They like feed into each other. So mm. I yeah, I don't know. It's just an uh-huh. interesting combination.
2: Kind of speaking about the Pisces, because I like to think of Pisces as like escaping into books. What kind of books do you like reading? Because that Mercury and that Pisces would be an interesting combo
3: of book reading. Mm. I like a lot of like memoirs or biographies uh, or autobiographies. Oh. Um, I like learning about people and like their lives. And then if I were gonna pick, like a, you know, a, you know, something else, I guess I would say, kind of like modern day romance novels or like comedy romance. Like Tom Robbins is my favorite author, and my mm. favorite book is Still Life with Woodpecker. So I probably read that I... book a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that fits so perfectly with Mercury and Libra. It's like either I love to learn about other people and what they did in their lives, which is so Libra and Libra focuses so much on other people. Or it's like, I just want to focus on the romance and how these partnerships like work together and kind of the dream quality.
2: Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about Libra as like the romance. I was thinking of it as like the human aspect of it. But that's so mm. true. The Libra Venus energy with the romance. I love that
3: yeah I do know my Venus is in Scorpio so I think that gives me a little bit of a I don't know kind of an edge <laughs>
2: <Yep>. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: like the, uh, drama of relationships and I'll be yeah. wrapped up in it so
0: yeah because Libra Pisces to me is so dreamy but as soon as you throw that Scorpio Venus into the mix it's like yeah eh, but we got a couple layers deep yeah <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah talking to the two like heavy Scorpio people over here we're like we get it. We get it. Yeah,
0: we feel you. Um do you feel like you are a social butterfly?
3: Yes, like a hundred and ten percent. I go through modes where I like shut down and I go into like hermit hibernation mode, but I like thrive best and I feel like myself the most when I'm out with people. And I often just Go out to the bar by myself or I go to the movies by myself and like interject myself into people's conversations like yesterday I was in the parking lot of the Best Buy and this car pulled up and they were talking about wrestling and they were like who was in that wrestling match and I was like don't say anything don't say anything don't say anything. <laughs> and then I was like it was Diamond Dallas Page and they were like oh my god yeah and I was like sorry to interject myself but it's just like <laughs> If I have something to say, I'll say it.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yes. Like you feed off of other people, really.
3: I do. I do. I feel like I'm like 10 times more happy, like when I'm around other people. And I definitely feed off of other people's energy a lot. Mm. Like if there's tension in the room, it's like I can feel it in my stomach and in my like slight headache kind of thing.
2: Mm, that Pisces rising. Yeah. I, it's so funny. Cause I feel like I talk all the time on the podcast or we do all together talking about how like Gemini is their life of the party or like Leo energy life of the parties. But seriously, the true life of the party that's so underrated is a Libra. You put mm-hmm. a Libra in a party and that party is fun. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And people are actually like, I feel like getting to know each other or not getting to know each other on an intense level, but just like there's chat, there's fun,
3: there's banter. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Libras are so fun.
3: And I Mm. often like get into the nitty-gritty with like complete strangers sometimes. Like uh we'll just be talking about like our whole life story. And people are like, oh, are you guys like friends? And I'm like, no, we just met each other. The <laughs> <laughs> joke is, is I'm always like, oh yeah, we grew up together. My our moms used to work together. And everyone's like, oh really? And I'm like, no, I met them no <laughs>
0: I love that because we spoke about how Libra can be very, can be s- surface level, like it can be very much just the top. But because you have sort of those water placements that it's filtered through, you want to get to the bottom of things and you want to make like genuine connections like past or beyond the surface.
3: Yeah. Like I said, I like to like get to know about people. So it's like if I'll ask the hard hitting questions <laughs> in the beginning, just so I can Mm. feel someone out I'm really big about like if I don't like something or I don't like a person I'm like I am done with you and I will walk away (sighs) so like I like to get to know someone like pretty quickly so I can help make my decision about like what my first impressions are and like where this is gonna go
2: that's funny because it kind of leads right into the next question which is at what point in a situation do you resort to confrontation and what does confrontation look like to you (laughs) The look on your face.
3: (laughs) I am kind of like a walking confrontation. (laughs) Um, I know that it's all about like Libras are supposed to be like all about balance. And I think that I take that when I get people's perspectives, but I'm very opinionated about my perspective. And a lot of Mm. things that I, like when I, you know, when I like something, I'm very passionate about it. You know, I'm a pretty hardcore feminist. I'm pretty, you know, right-leaning progressive. Um, I tend to stand up for a lot of other people more than myself. So if I see Mm -hmm. some kind of injustice happening, I'm like the first person to walk across the street and be like, what the heck are you doing? I just, I'm about to move to Portland in like two weeks. And um, there's, you know, a lot of political and disrupt happening right now a lot of like homeless people on the street and people seem to be really up in arms and really insensitive about it and I don't know how many times I got into arguments with people about like houselessness and what that means um yeah just complete strangers like to the point where my friend was like you know it's just really rough for people here. And maybe you should like think about what you say. And I was like, no, I'm gonna express my opinion, you know? And she's just like, well, I'm trying to give you some advice. And I was like, your advice is bad.
2: (laughs) I I really like this perspective because at least when I was thinking up these questions, and I think really all of us as a group, when we were thinking about these questions, I was thinking of Libra's not wanting confrontation because they like things to be kind of proper. But the other side, the flip side of things is that it's like, no, I care about justice and having justice sometimes means confrontation and I'll go there to make sure things are right and respecting yourself knowing where you feel equal in a situation and you feel in balance and if you don't feel in balance in a, as a situation then in a situation you can stand up for yourself in that so i think that's really beautiful
3: yeah. absolutely you we were talking about like the surface level stuff the like superficial things in a conversation you know like whether you think I don't know what fashion and stuff like that, like that kind of stuff. I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm not going to like get into a real argument with you. Like my, mm-hmm. uh, my catchphrase is always, that's fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> I love that. like, okay. like I'll say it at least 10 times. In a what a
0: perfect Libran statement. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really interesting. And then what about on more personal matters? Because it sounds like you're really quick or like, really passionate about confrontation when it's in support of other people, but if it's in support of you as an individual, what does that look like?
3: I guess that's where it comes in where I'm like, I see other people's perspectives. Like if I personally have a different opinion than what they have and it's not come some kind of like, it's not affecting other people in any kind of negative way. Um, I'm like, that's chill, whatever. Like Hmm. I might say something like, oh, well, I think this, this, and this, but it's not really a confrontation. It's just kind of like expressing my opinion or, or usually I just kind of, like I said, that's fair. (laughs) Keep it kind of my, what I have to say to myself, especially if I feel out that they're more confrontational people about more superficial things. I'm like, hmm. Is not it sort of it. like
0: an agree to disagree situation? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I love to agree to disagree.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <That's
2: laughs> funny. It's like you have
0: to see it my way too.
3: I, yeah. I feel that. I feel that <laughs> my best friend, uh, I have two best friends. One is a Scorpio. The other one is a cancer. And she is like, there is no, agree to disagree it's like mm. i'm gonna make sure you know my opinion and we're gonna really get emotional about it and i'm like, gonna <laughs> convince you yeah. yeah and i'm like i'm always like okay i like we'll just fall silent and just be like all right mm. okay
0: and let her go so that's so interesting to think about any other mercury and libra people out there to look at your venus because your venus is the ruler yeah. of that mercury because it rules libra so like with a Mercury and Libra, but Venus and Scorpio, you're going to show up more intensely and more mm-hmm. um, assertive in in what you believe, like more passionate. Whereas if it were a Mercury and Libra and Venus and Pisces, you might be assuaged a little bit easier.
2: Yeah. When you were saying that you jump right into like deep conversations with people right off the bat, I was like, oof,
3: that Scorpio placement. Yeah. Coming through. Yeah. It's definitely Definitely. taken me a while to reach this point in my life. Like I remember when I was like a teenager, I was much less like this. Like I did have opinions and I had things to say. And like you said, I was still kind of social justice warrior, but like on a mini scale. But as I like got into my later teens and then into my twenties, I watched this like confrontation and my voice kind of take hold and like really Mm. grow into something. And so- if you would have asked me this question 15 years ago, I would have been like, Oh no, I'm not that confrontational. But, uh, mm. now it's like, no, I've, I've really grown into being like, your opinion is worth it and it matters. And like, you need to say something.
0: I love the I love your perspective because it also brings in that moon and Virgo of, I speak on what's fair when it's of service to other people as well. Like you're, You're not doing it just so that you can be heard or just so that you can talk. You're doing it so that it's in service or like you're arguing for people who need that voice.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, if it's something like service level, like music or fashion, I'm just like, all right, I'll accept it. But when it's like affecting other people, like some kind of feminist cause, I'm like the first person to you know, be like, why are you such a misogynist pig? And people are like, <laughs> Why did you say that to my friend at the bar? And he was like, I'm just being funny. And I'm like, that's not funny. Yeah. You yep. know, I need to learn oh. that that's not funny.
0: A hundred percent. The like hurtful comment. I'm just kidding. Oof. Yep. That no, but that's interesting because I have Mercury and Aries. And I don't think that I would be that direct. But my Mars is in Pisces. So the ruler of my Mercury is in this like Piscean let it pass sort of thing
3: just floating along.
0: Yep. <laughs> I could, I could definitely yeah. see that. Yeah. So where would you say that you do seek like harmony in your life? Or do you feel the need to like make peace or make like, where do you find peace or find that calm harmony?
3: My house. I like things to be set up the way I like them and like, make it a very like peaceful chill area. I tend not to like to invite people over to my house because that kind of disrupts the the flow, the like chill, the balance. Mm. And I'm often like changing the way that my house looks or my apartment looks um, because I'm like, nope, this doesn't, this is, you know, upsetting Me that it's here now. So I'm gonna move my bed over here and my TV over there and put my on a shelf. But as far as like people go, I guess when I really sit down with people and like become friends with them, not this like superficial I'm learning about you and I'm chatting with you outside or like at a party, Mm. you don't really get too much into it. But like I really like balance in like my deep friendships, like my Mm you know, my, who are my best friends? Who are my close friends? Who are the people that I hang out with on a regular basis? That's what, what does re- that
0: balance look like? Like, is it even communication or is it like even listening or offering help? Like, what does that balance look like in those friendships? Kind
3: of, it's kind of a lot of that. Actually, it's like all three. I tend to get people that are like similar to me, but kind of a little bit opposite in ways. Um, but <laughs> Yeah. Like if we can sit down and really have a conversation and if you are open to listening about me and, or listening to whatever I'm saying and vice versa, I will always just give an ear to people, especially my close friends. People love to tell me like really weird things, like right off. (laughs) Even if I don't ask, I'm like full in, like, we're just talking about your mom who Left you when you were five, and I've met you like three minutes ago, and I just have to. Wait. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, yeah, yeah. Like having a a mix of friends, having a mix of people around me that are all compassionate. I guess that that's where, like, I if if balance were like something else, it would be like compassion. Mm. But that's yeah. The rest of my life is chaos. It's like <laughs> chaos. So it's. I
2: feel like so much of your, I feel like so much of your chart just came out in that, in that question of like, where do you find harmony in your life? And you instantly went to how you harmonize with other people or for other people, but not necessarily anything about yourself. And that Virgo moon just like came out so, Mm -hmm. so strong being like, nothing's about me. It's everything's for everyone else. Mm -hmm. So just remember to always take care of yourself too.
3: Yeah. 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 That moon giving. in Virgo
0: was in, in the seventh house too. It's all about, you know, mm-hmm. being of service to others. And then that Libra it's all in the eighth house, which no wonder you like instantly go in deep. Like you love other people and you love to know who they really are. Not just that surface because okay. your Sun and your mercury are all in that eighth house.
2: And we can add the Pisces rising aspect of like you dissolve into people around you and the situations that are happening too. So those are all like make for exactly what you said.
3: The perfect social justice warrior. (laughs) Yes. I am learning a little bit about myself right now because I'm like the eighth house. Oh, okay. Like, like I said, (laughs) that chart a million times and been like, what I don't even
0: know. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to get into it someday. Yeah. The learning sure.
3: experience.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, moving right into the next question. Do you speak in ways that are liberal for those involved in the conversation as in like seeing both sides? I feel like we kind of touched this a little bit, but mm. we can go back into it because I feel like that's like the first thing that I think about with like Mercury and Libra.
0: Like offering up opportunity for others to speak up kind of.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like I often will give people more like the center stage than myself. Like I will just kind of sit back and like listen, and I'm always interested to hear about other people's opinions. Like I will sit down with that misogynist and like have a chat and like let them, you know,
0: good for you, (laughs) get on their
3: soapbox. Um, So I am I am like interested in what people have to say. I do like to like give people the spotlight. And, mm. you know, it, like I said, that's fair. If it's something that I don't feel like it's worth fighting for, I'm just like, okay, well, we're going to glaze over that and move on. I tend to, like, other people tend to dominate the conversation. And I feel like if I sometimes, like, go to speak up and something, or it's like someone else, like, speaks up the exact same time, I'm like, nope, never mind. Mm. Nope, never mind. So in like group settings, I'm a little bit more quiet and like a little more pushed back, but um
0: the one-on-one is where you really mm-hmm, yeah, like shine in your I'm communication. Fine, yeah. mm, interesting. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about that. I'm just trying to reflect, like, oh, am I better in group situations or one-on-one? And I think also one-on-one.
3: It's funny because I wouldn't say that I prefer one. To the other, I think that they both give me two different things, and I mm. give two different things. Like there's that um, saying about Libras, how they can like kind of become anyone else. Yeah, shapeshifter. Like I can, I can match their energy, and and you know, I can, I can do that really quickly. I'm really easy about, like I said, when I was younger, like in my twenties. I could be a different person every night I could be a different person to each person that I met that night
0: Um, and that's on having a mutable moon and a mutable rising and then yeah we were sun I feel like you just fully embody your whole chart you know yeah seriously (laughs) it's like really fascinating it's good to know Well, we always like focus on one placement, right? For these interviews, it's like great Mercury and Libra, but obviously all the other placements come through in their answers too. So it's just really fascinating. And it's so beautiful to see how the whole chart comes together.
3: It's Mm -hmm. it's interesting to me too, because like I said, I will get bits and pieces, like what this means over here and what this means over here, but it's like hard to relate them to each other because I'm like, Mm. they seem so contradictory, but like. but we as humans are
0: contradictory
3: right (laughs) but yeah so uh
0: our uh last question we're really curious because taurus ruled by venus is known for being like the singing placement of the zodiac but because libra's also ruled by venus we were wondering if you enjoy singing or if you are a good singer
3: um Yes, I have spent my whole entire life, done choirs and ensembles when I was like in middle and high school. I was in a band that toured around the country and um, I was in a band with, I've been in many bands in my life, but most recently I was in a band with my husband and him and I made some really great music together and so you will always catch me singing in the supermarket. And like, <laughs> um, One of my funniest stories was I was in a different town. My mom lives in this town called, or she did in this town called Stockton, which is like two hours away from San Francisco. And um, I was, I was at like the Safeway and I just heard this woman singing and I was like, and we were both singing the same song at the same time. And I was like, mom, mm-hmm. And no. she was, like, free. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, hi. I'm like, also a Libra son, by the way. So it was like, oh, fascinating. It, it was just like so weird because like everyone else in the supermarket is dead quiet. And we're both like singing extreme more than words, like along, <laughs> like grabbing frozen yogurt or whatever. So you
0: can't not sing to that song though. It's I just love, yeah, you have to. Everything well, that's fascinating. Have... I did not know yeah. that about you.
3: I try to every week, I go to the place where I do trivia, but on Tuesdays, we have karaoke, but it's like a sherry wine bar. So it's called sherry okey. (laughs) And, you know, people get up there and sing like one song and I'll sing like five.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes.
3: (laughs) Yes, I love love that. that
2: this theory is like really coming through.
0: I know. yeah, I did not expect that. That's awesome. Like asking, I feel like You're such an exception. Like, I feel like asking a Libra, are you good at any, anything? Are you good at this? Are you good at that? They'd be like, oh, I don't know. Like, that's what I would expect, right? From like traditional Libra placements. But I just love that you're like, actually, yes, I am a good singer and I have been singing my whole life.
3: I think that's like the one thing that I'm like, yeah, I know I'm good at that. Like everywhere else I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm mediocre. Like, you know, I've, I've done some things, but Mm. for the most part, that's like the only one that I'm like, yeah, I know I can do this and I am really good and like passionate about it. And like, people will always be like, Oh, you can really sing. I wish I could sing. And I'm always like, everyone can sing. You just open up your Mm -hmm. mouth and start singing. It may not sound the way you want it to, but anyone can sing but you know i hear it a lot that i can sing also i've <laughs> accepted it in my life at this point
0: oh that's great and that's so true anyone can sing yeah <laughs> brie it's been so nice thank you so much for doing this
3: yes yeah. i really enjoyed this
0: yeah. brie i don't know if you know how to answer this why did we interview today
3: because the stars made me do it.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been think. <listening. laughs>